one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. everyone. I am back and I'm in my own place this week. So hopefully we won't have the internet interruptions that I did last week. Um, I would like to say thank you to Robert for your, I would like to call it a love donation super sticker. And let's see who else we have on here. I think I saw Ruth. Yes. Hi, Ruth. Um, happy to have you here. And I'm excited. I'm going to be a guest on Ruth's show uh, later tonight at eight o'clock. I, uh, today I was thinking, oh, I guess it's like Vegas, you know, you do two shows a night. <laughs> so anyway, um, I have a very special guest. I have known Nave, um, for so many years. We were just talking and it feels like a lifetime ago. I met her, um, when I was living in Florida and I was going through, a challenging time and Nave, I went to her for a reading and she guided me through so much and helped me in so many ways. Um, she's a clairvoyant medium. Uh, she does 13 sign astrology um, and tunes into the actual sky, which I really am interested in learning about. Um, and she's a Mayan dream spell astrologer. Uh, and that's just to touch on a few things. She has many gifts and talents, and I'm very excited to have her here. Nave Alora. <clears throat> All the way from Hawaii. Aloha. Are you there, Nave? Aloha. Oh, <laughs> hi. Yeah, I couldn't hear anything. Oh, well, here I am. Now you hear. Hi. <laughs> hi, how it's, are you? It's nice to see you. I'm yeah. good. I'm a yeah. little, um, I'm a little warm because it's really humid. <laughs> yeah. 
What is the temperature there in Hawaii right now? It usually hovers around 80, 82 this time of year, but it's extremely humid today for some reason. It's usually not so humid. But the beauty is worth it. Yeah, that's why we're here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've been there quite some time now. Yeah, we just had, we call it our island diversity. Yeah. <laughs> we just had nice. we just had our island diversity, um, I think it was eight years in late July. Yeah, that makes sense because I've been out of Florida, I think, seven years. And, and you had left before I left Florida. So that's pretty cool. So yeah. um, give, give us a little history about you because I know that there's like ancestral line with what you do and just you know start wherever you want and share a little bit so that the listeners can know more okay um well this is funny because I actually had um somewhat of like a a long time acquaintance over last night for just like poo-poos and and um and chat we call it talk story here uh -huh. um and he he was asking me about my mediumship and how that all started. So I just told the story last night, so it's really fresh. Um, so my he asked me my first memories of mediumship. So it started with a near death experience when I was four. My um, I'm an only child, and my um, my folks had put in a pool when I was about three and a half four, <clears throat> and the summer that I turned four. Um, was the first year that we had the the pool, and no one like taught me how to swim, which I is a little bit sus, you know. Um, they relied upon like a little um, like life jacket, 1970 style, like a foam bubble that I would mm -hmm. put on my on my lap belt, you know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I would just jump in and out. And one summer day, I was swimming. My mom was in the pool, and um, had to use the restroom, and I jumped out and used the restroom and then jumped back in and forgot to take my life jacket thing on again. And I started to drown and I left my body and I saw myself flailing in the pool. You know, <clears throat> I saw my mother just standing there watching, which is a whole other thing to unpack. Um, <laughs> and I had what, some folks called the great voice or your guardian angel or high self or whatever you want to call it, um, speak to me. And it said, she's not going to save you. You have to save yourself. And it gave me like this little download of like doggy paddle. And I like came back in my body and got to the side of the pool and like threw up a bunch of water and, um, and then shortly after that, I had another experience where I was, um, you know, little kids jump on their bed and, um, I jumped on my bed and I missed and I came, it was actually this year. I came crashing down on the side of my dresser and cut my ear off and had head wound and stuff. And, um, I remember the paramedics came or the ambulance folks and I was in a straight jacket because they didn't want me to like touch my head or make it worse I guess and plus I was yeah. probably hysterical um 
but I remember leaving my body again and see, I can still see that sort of like yellowy oil cloth of the straight jacket. I can still feel what it feels like to be in it. Mm. Um, I can still see like the matted blood against the matted hair and blood against my, I remember all of that. And that really, those two things kicked in some latent um, ancestral abilities and I started to dream of people in my family that were going to die um, and then would die I would get like dates it was really freaky and um, started to see the spirits that lived in my house um, I think some of them were maybe like strong memories that weren't actually like maybe just like soul fragments not actual like specters or yeah. ghosts but I was seeing them. Um, I was getting like whispers at night. Like I called them whispers. It would feel like people touching my face and calling my name. And um, I'd see people like at the foot of my bed at night and all that sort of stuff started happening around that time immediately after the, those traumatic things. Um, yeah. So that sort of kicked it in and throughout childhood that was happening and despite the like evidential proof a lot of people didn't believe me or were skeptical of it and um at one point I remember talking to my parents about like a scary dream of a relative that was going to die because I would see them in a box that's how I would like walk down like a dark hallway and then they'd be in a box and I'd be like, so-and-so is going to die. I saw him in a box, you know, and no one wanted to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like this, this like spooky little kid, like mommy, I had a dream. So-and-so was in a box. Like, you know, <laughs> I can just imagine my, my parents being like, how do we get this one? You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, jumping around a bit years later, i my father cut off contact with his, with his family after his mom died, which was really, like a heart loss for me and years later we reconnected when I was like about like five six years old that happened and then when I was maybe about 17 18 his nieces got back in touch with us and they were like can we please like bury the hatchet like we weren't even a part of whatever falling out you know and then when the cousins when the they're my first cousins his nieces when they came one of them was like pulled me aside and she was like for sure you have the sight like you know, and like wanted to talk. And I was like, what? She's like, we're all like this, you know? And I'm like, we are, you know, cause I've been not with them, you know? Yeah. And we, we walked around my parents' house and she's like the hall closet, your closet, the basement, the staircase. I'm like, yeah, I see them there. She's like, I know you do. You know. <laughs> so I had already been like, someone had given me a tarot deck at 18 and I would go and kind of play with my cousin her name was Diane and um when I first went to her house because now I'm like driving on my own I can you know be more free at that age right. like 17 um right. she she showed up at her at her front door with like a headband that she had made of like crystals in it you know this is oh. like 1991 <laughs> you know so like not it wasn't like new age and yeah. tarot stuff was around but it's not like on every Today. there wasn't even social media or internet at that time really right you know right. nothing so and everybody sells those those bands with the crystals in them all over the sh the events i do so it wasn't like that no i mean she hand sewed it 
like that was her vision to do. So I had a lot of fun getting to know her. And um, I found out that my auntie, my auntie Helen, who my uh, birth middle name is Ellen. And I have this connection to that name and her, um, my auntie Helen, she was the medium and she would do seances on the new moon with Diane. And yeah. So my, I found out that my father's mother had um, mediumship and clairvoyance ability, and it was passed down through the the, fem- the female line in my family. And I think part of why he kept me from them was because he was very Catholic and religious and saw these abilities waking up and didn't want me mingling with them. But ha, like it happened, you know, I'm, yeah. I am who I am and there's no stopping right. it really. And, um, yeah, I mean, he would he would do a lot of things to, like, make me focus on Jesus instead of what was happening. Like, he just, his right. strategy was just deny it and pray to Jesus and it'll, it's it's not real or it will go away kind of thing, which yeah. none of that worked. And actually, <laughs> we're blessed with those gifts, you know, and, and when I, I had a, um, a Catholic priest talk to me one time about, and I said, you know, if you look all over the Bible, people have visions, they get messages. And and he said to me, well, they're special people. And I was like, well, uh, what are you saying? I'm not special. We're all special. Yeah. Full hours me with that heavy Christianity. You know, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And and I personally believe like in a religion of of one, like a personal religion, like everyone has their own unique soul link or connection or spirit connection to creator creation. And mm-hmm. like my experience is different than your experience. And like, I'm not going to like say you follow my high self and their information. You follow your own high self. Right, like we can right. be a light for each other, but ultimately it's, so it's like the Bible and other religious texts are full of other people's experience with their, with their God self. And we're all like, Oh, okay. Well, this person wrote it in a book, so we must follow it. No, I mean, yeah. it could be inspirational, but it doesn't yeah. have to be like the law. So I was raised Catholic, and when I was in Catholic high school, I I used to say, you know, it's spirituality and it's personal. Mm -hmm. It's just very personal, and I always bucked the system. You know, I was in a (laughs) class with Sister Carol J, and we're doing these mosaics, cutting pieces out in the magazine, and I put a dark-skinned baby Jesus in the manger, and she walks over, and she's looking at me, and, and I said, hey, where he's from, he would most likely be that color. Be brown, yeah, yeah, I know. So, so she it's should have, you know, it's like, come on, because I knew from yeah. what I experienced as a young child, you know, seeing and and knowing people that, you know, of course, my family call my imaginary friends, that it it it's it was different for me. So I knew that it was very personal. And, and I and I didn't buy into all their crap anyway, but it did give me a somewhat foundation, I guess. I think I went scored the other way. Yeah, I tried. Yeah. I would, I was, I mean, I would do, I was 12 years of Catholic school also. So I did the yeah. novenas and I would have an altar at my bed. I was always tuned into spirit. I just was looking for home, you know, right. and never felt it in, in Catholicism, but I gave it like the college try or whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was lucky because my parents let me experience 
different religions. You know, I, I had Methodist friends and, but the dogma religions, not spirituality. I didn't really <laughs> step into all of that until uh, openly until I moved to Florida. That was my, my gateway really. And then yeah. that's when I started to open up to the gifts again, because I blocked them for so many years. So, cause I didn't know what it was. And there was like, you, you know, there's no one to really talk to. And when you say something, they think you're crazy. And I didn't want to end up in a nut house. So <laughs> I kept yeah. it to myself. So I would like you to talk a little <clears throat> bit about um, the actual sky. Cause I'm very much into astrology and I just recently realized that there are so many different types of astrology. Mm -hmm. And when we talk, spoke briefly, would have a couple of years ago, about the actual sky astrology, it made so much sense to me because we're always shifting and moving. So when you when you talked about what the tropical sky astrology was taken from to what really is presently happening, it makes sense. So yeah, how did you get there, and what's it about? I just also have to say it's a as a disclaimer, it's a huge buzzkill. A lot of a lot of um, spiritual people you know, in this realm are very attached to their tropical astrology, me included. And mm -hmm. like I was doing college courses in astrology in high school, like that, like community college. So I was, I can tell you everyone's sun sign from my grammar school class. Like I remember, like I'm into it. Right. Wow. So yeah. Um, yeah. during, so during the pandemic, <clears throat> it was like 2020, um, I had reconnected with some um, ancestral stuff. It's a kind of a long story, but and I was in communication with my father's father, who I had never known, and I was having really cool, like synchronistic experiences that were validating this is actually I'm talking to him, and I started to hear um, these words: "Look up at the sky." And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, no, look up at the sky. So I started to like look at the sky at night. And then I got one of those star apps like that yeah. match, like what's going on. And you can just kind of like point your phone <clears throat> and it shows like in the actual time, you know, sun is in this constellation where it's m matching up and stuff. Um, and, you know, I'm looking at a million different astrologers on Instagram or wherever, you know, and I'm like, oh, yeah, the sun is in Cancer. It says here. And then Instagram. Okay. Now it's in Gemini. Oh, wait. Wait a minute. Wait. The sun is in Cancer. It's what the, you know, so-and-so astrologer on TikTok says. Okay. Nope. Sun is in the constellation of Gemini. What is going on? What is going on? And then I realized that the tropical astrology is based on what the sky was doing around 2000 years ago. And there were astronomer astrologers like Babylonian and, you know, probably earlier that sort of like took a snapshot of what the sky was doing and placed all of the constellations on the elliptic that, you know, that the sun travels through in a equal house, 12 30 30 day um house 30 degree um equal part 12 equal parts around the around the zodiac so it's like 
Aries has 30 days, Taurus has 30 days, and so forth. But in reality, the constellations are varying in size. Like Aries is really small and Virgo is really big and Cancer is really small and, you know, Pisces is huge. So it, if you want to go by what the actual, like how long the sun is in a place or, you know, where it is, it's not lining up with tropical astrology. And that kind of made me like, you know, so <laughs> mind blowing. Yeah, because, you know, I'm born in mid-July and I'm a cancer and that's it. Like, so I started to um, feel very disillusioned by it. Like, don't all these astrologers know that it's not lining up to the, to the actual sky? You know, like, yeah. so I, I had to sort of like redefine what is astrology? Well, in my mind, astrology is the effects of the celestial bodies on us on Earth. Like when when Mercury is retrograde, things go haywire. You know, right. when people are born in the sign of Leo, they have awesome hair. You know, <laughs> like, like here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Cancers are emotional and sensitive and Virgos are really about cleaning and meticulous detail and la la la. Right. Yeah. Well, some of, some of the people that are, you know, Virgo tropical Virgos are still tropical Vir are still sidereal Virgos because it is such a long, you know, span of time in the constellation. But, um, a lot of it doesn't match anymore. It's 24 degrees off from, the original like when it was my black cat wants in on the on the magic relax baby boy i hear, I hear. <laughs> he's such a, he's such a little so um tiffany, attention hog <laughs> tiffany tiffany just put up um in the comments that very few astrologers align with astronomy and uh, she meant tropic astrologers they they, yeah. they don't align and i we got a couple of other people on I would just want to acknowledge and say hi to Carolyn. She has a show on, I think, Thursday nights. Um, and I think I saw Richard on here also. So I want to say hi. Shout out. Thanks for joining us. Um, yeah. So, and she said, I read the astrology. I probably said that wrong with 13 signs, not 12. That's where that 13 sign astrology that you talk about with the actual sky. You were, you were roboting towards part of it. I didn't hear everything you said. I'm sorry. Okay. So, so uh, Tiffany says that she, she resonates more with the 13 signs, not the 12 signs, which is yeah, what there's, you, you resonate. With. Yeah. There, there's Hi, a 13th, there's a 13th sign that, so the, the sun um, moves through 13 signs in the ecliptic now and we don't even talk about it there's like a whole chapter of our of our sun's orbit <clears throat> through the constellations that we don't even acknowledge and i think we're yeah. doing ourselves a huge disservice i'd love to tell you about what that sign is and why it's important <laughs> So, so then let's do that. <laughs> yeah. Be between Scorpio and Sagittarius, there's a 13th sign called Ophiuchus. And it's depicted as like a U 
with a squiggly line through it. But what it is is a person holding a serp holding a serpent. So it's huh. right. So it's like here we are, and we're whole. So Scorpio, right, is kind of looked at as like you know ruler of of ruler of Pluto. It's the underworld. It's sex Wait, and death and. Again, you, you kind of believe that. Okay, so Scorpio is ruled by Pluto, and it's in mm -hmm. in modern times. I think it was Mars originally, but now it's or like co-ruler. But anyway, so Pluto and Mars are like heavy energy. It's underworld. It's um, death. It's revenge. It's sex. It's like these underworld emotions that we want to repress or not acknowledge, right? And the the animal scorpion is has a stinger and there's poison right it's a it's a poisonous creature and so you look right. at this like yeah. poison right and i mean if you know scorpios they got a sting right there's uh -huh. like <laughs> secrets man no one keeps a secret like a scorpio mm, take it to the grave right um they want to know your secrets, but they ain't telling theirs. Like, that's the kind of the, mm -hmm. my experience. And like, love them, witchy. Oh, wow. Powerful. But there's that poison. So right. in the tropical zodiac, you have Sagittarius, like right after. It's like Scorpio, Sag. And Sagittarius is like, you know, fire, mutable fire. It's like, um, Jupiter, higher ideals, philosophy, expansion travel you know that sort right. of thing it's like but in the meantime you have this hidden sign that no one is acknowledging and it's the ophucus which is the serpent bearer he's holding the serpent and he is considered to be um like the medicine bringer so he takes yeah, the poison he commented that um ophucus is the true healer yeah, he he yeah. takes the medicine from from Scorpio, transmutes it, alchemicalizes it into a simulable power, healing medicine, wisdom, assimilation, and then it's transmuted into all the cool stuff of Sag. But we're like skipping a thing. We're skipping a whole process by not incorporating the Ophucus into our zodiac. Right. And there's a lot of people that, like me included, that I thought I had Sag Moon, and it's actually Ophucus Moon. And that makes so much more sense. I thought I was a Cancer. I'm actually a Gemini. And here I am. Yep, yep, yep. Like, <laughs> learning, about, learning about my true sidereal astrology chart has been a game changer for me because like the tropical astrology kind of feels like a layer, almost an oppressive layer of like more ego stuff yeah. or what's been superimposed on us. And then the true sidereal is like, oh, your actual soul blueprint of what was happening when you were, you know, what was really happening in the sky when you were born. Do you offer doing people's sidereal charts? Is yeah. One in the services? Yeah, and I think Tiffany has um, posted your uh, link tree to go, and um, people can get in touch with you and do do whatever. Um, 
because I think it's fascinating and I'm going to get in touch with you because I want to have my chart done because I've had my tropical chart done and some of it does make sense. It makes sense, but it, like you said, it's kind of surfaced feeling. It doesn't really get into, I think the core of who I am, but I do find it interesting because some of it, I mean, it does kind of make sense, but it's, I don't think it's deep. I don't think it's as deep as we can go. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's, it's a whole interesting um, shift. It's I'm still like kind of, mm, I don't know, like I've had some, like I used to have a Facebook group that I was moderator of and creator of. And I've, I shut it down because I feel like a lot of people aren't ready to hear this. And I was getting a lot of like mm, disgruntled comments. Like I had, and this is so interesting because there was like this group of Leo people, Leo women that were in my, um, in this group and all people that have been clients or friends or acquaintances. And when I posted the dates of like, you, you think you're this, maybe you're that, you know, and people are yeah. like, there's no way I'm a cancer. <laughs> I am a Leo. You know, and the the four people that took issue with it were Leos, you know, tropical Leos. And um, one of them has four of her own kids and like three or four stepkids. One of them is a midwife. Another one um, is a preschool teacher. And another one is a doula with like two or three kids of her own, four kids of her own. So I was like, okay, hang on. I was like, so you're saying that you're not a cancer and all of these like very like cancerian careers and lifestyles, you know, and they're like, wow. And I'm like, I'm just (laughs) stating the obvious, like maybe take a deeper look. Like I know you want to be a Leo and like on some level you are because I feel like I'm a cancer on some level still, but like my, like if, if we're going by what the sun was doing when you were born, it, it like, you can't argue with that. Yes. Yeah, so I might not be a Leo, huh? <laughs> when is your birthday? Um, August 14th. You want the year? No, you are a Leo. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You're still a Leo. Because <laughs> everybody says that I got the lion's mane. You know? Yep. Yeah. Hair don't lie. Yeah, 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 that's it, that's it. <laughs> so, well, I think the first time you told me that, um, talked to me about the actual sky, I was kind of like, eh-eh, you know? <laughs> like, but then when I when I really dug into it and, and, and I was like, you know what? It makes sense. It really does make sense. But, you know, it, and we all, I, well, I don't know about everybody, but I grew up when it was like, check the newspaper for your, your horoscope for the oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Yeah. And there's so much more to it than that. And you see that now. Uh, yeah, Robert, I said hi to him before, but he just, um, he just joined us and Richard, he said his birthday is September 11th. So I guess he wants to know what he falls under. And, uh, he's a Leo. You're a Leo. Join the join the cool kids. <laughs> <laughs> How's your hair? You have yeah. to have you have to have a lion's mane to be a legitimate Leo. Yeah, <laughs> at least like thick and wavy, right? <laughs> yep. So I'm seeing what else is here. So, uh, oh yeah. So you were talking about the <clears throat> the poison from the Scorpio. 
Um, Tiffany uh, commented, and we that didn't we just hear um, these past three years how snake venom was being used to he heal interesting, you know, to heal things, and how interesting that is because mm -hmm. it, right the the. And I always say that, well, and you know this because you're you're into all the, the herbs and the things like that. We have it all here. You know, we don't need the big farm. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Uh, yeah. Stuff. You know, it, we we were giving everything, and we were we're supposed to be here to to take care, be the gardeners of the earth, not the takers of the earth. So we take care of the earth; the earth takes care of us. Yeah. And we've we've totally <laughs> lost that, and you know, all of this stuff. Oh, everybody's chiming in now. We have um. Wait, Robert. Oh, Robert uh, it was Richard before. Robert is. Uh, November 26th, Scorpio, Scorpio, Robert and Erica. Hi, Erica. Nice of you to join. She's September 4th. Leo. Okay. And Ruth is April 4th. Oh, Pisces. Pisces, <clears throat> Ruth. Oh, uh, yeah. So, so, yeah, I think it's really interesting. So if anyone that's listening would like to have their, um, what is it called? Sidereal. Sidereal astrology chart done. Yeah. Uh, get, in touch, get in touch with um, Nave because she's the one. She'll do it. Yeah. Uh, oh, Erica said, hi, hello. I love my Leos. That me too. My my granddaughter, I do believe, is a Leo. She's July twenty seventh. She's got hair. <laughs> she's a Cancer. Oh no, she's not going to be happy about that. She's yeah. She's very it, it the 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 cutoff is August is August sixth for Cancer now. Oh okay. But she might oh have like a rising that's Leo, or you know a moon, or it might be something else prominent you know that's a thing to... <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah, it's like and... we have to kind of think about what we have what we've identified as these different traits you know it's it's a lot to process and to take in it took right. me like a year to really like I just put it all down at one point which yeah. is like <clears throat> and, you know and I got Elizabeth stars April 5th she says I am an Aries for sure right no, April 5th is Pisces. There you go, Elizabeth. 
we just knocked your Aries right out. So, you know, I think it's really fascinating. So um, you, you do this Mayan dream spell. Yeah. What, what is that? Oh my God. I love the Mayan stuff. Um, so this is so interesting. I, when I was living in Chicago, um, I was taking a cranial, I, I did body work for many years, massage and yeah. I'm a Reiki master since like the nineties. And so I was like doing this um, craniosacral course at Hartwood Institute in Northern California in 2002. And people were like asking me, what's your Mayan sign? And I'm like, I don't, what is that? You know, this is like, there was some internet, but it really wasn't so out there. And right. it was very basic at that time. And people were saying, oh, it's it's this like Mayan dream spell, you know. And they told me I was a red overtone moon, but I didn't know what that meant. And then um, about seven or eight months later, I ended up putting all my stuff in storage and went on um, kind of this like epic tour to festivals doing massage and body work and tarot readings and different things and having these different experiences all over the country and everywhere I went people would talk about like to me and like no one else was having these but people were following me going oh do you know what your Mayan is and I'm like oh my god what is this so it's like <laughs> synchronistically seeds were being planted you know um this is kind of a really long story but long story short I ended up thinking I was going to go to Central America to like study with the Mayans and I was making plans to do that, but then all these blocks were coming and I'm like, maybe I'm not supposed to go there, but I'm supposed to learn about this mind astrology. I was just like surrendered to spirit, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, I was staying with these friends and this one woman said, well, where would you go if you can go anywhere? And I said, Hawaii. And she said, then go to Hawaii. Why are you going to like Central America? And I was like, oh. So I just sort of put the feelers out and then immediately had a place to stay. Someone was picking me up from the airport, like, I'm in Hawaii and um, I was staying in this intentional community. And when I arrived, this like little tiny Quebecois woman comes up to me and she's like holding her water bottle and she's like, Aloha, what is your name? You know? And I'm like, and she's like, what is your Mayan astrology? And I said, <laughs> red overtone moon, but I don't know what that means. And I want to know. And she went, Oh, I've been calling for you. I said, what? And she said, I've been calling for you and now you're here and I can teach you. She was like calling for her student. Uh, and I literally like arrived and it's like better part of seven or eight months every day. We lived in this like community together and she would like gong in the morning and I'd walk over and we'd have chai and talk and she'd be like, today is a white resonant wizard. And my friend so-and-so is a wizard we're going to go see her and we'd go see her friend that was the white wizard. And then she'd be like, feel her energy, feel the energy of the day. And, you know, so it was yeah. like very immersed. There's 20 different tribes and there's 13 different tones. So there's 260 combinations. So it's kind of like complex, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And a lot of numbers and math and I'm actually autistic and have dyscalculia. So number space and time, is a little bit of a disability for me but with this stuff man i'm like rare i'm like yeah. oh you're blah, 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 blah. like it all that's how i know it's like a past life thing because it super right overrides my dyscalculia 
Like I get yeah. it. And so, yeah. So I just really immersed with her name was Fantasia Oduce and a lot of people all over the world have met her because she's been walking with this knowledge for a long time and she's a world traveler. Um, wow. She's on the other side now. And, um, but I learned from her and it's, it's like a, it's like a whole other level of astrology. It's not even, I mean, it's astrology, but it's, it's not based on the planets. It's based on the frequencies of the universe. Wow. Wow. So I'm going to take a quick break to do that short commercial and then we'll be right back. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So Nave, Erica said, um, that sounds like a fun experience in Hawaii. Well, Erica, you weren't, I don't think you were listening when we first came on. Nave ended up moving back, moving to Hawaii. And that's where she presently lives. And I'm kind of jealous. Oh, <laughs> don't be jealous. No, I, I, I can't leave the States because of um, my grandkids. You know, I, I won't leave them. And yeah. It, it was kind of funny because my daughter-in-law said that, you know, before they had kids, she said, you scare me because you're going to go off to another country and we won't hear from you again. Cause I was actually thinking about Costa Rica and then she got pregnant and I said, well, you don't have to worry about that now. Cause I'm not leaving any grandbabies behind. <laughs> so yeah. For it's a while. so important to have your, yeah. to have the, the next generation know their elders and I don't have any kids. So like, I yeah. feel like, you know, I really wasn't called to being a mother, but I would have rocked being a Grammy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know? yeah, that, I could have skipped the mother part. I hope my son's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> so um, speaking of Grammys, do you remember, yeah. um, probably not, way, I, it may have been like my first or second reading with you. We were in that, you were in that shop in Dunedin, that small shop. I can't remember the name of it. And it, it was my grandmother came through and it, it was so emotional for both of us because it connected like with your grandmother. So I, mm. we were both like sitting there in tears. <laughs> I'll never forget that because it was just like overwhelming. Cause I feel a, a, a very strong connection to my grandmother. I always have um, from when I was little, but I realized that um, her daughter who, who I'm named after, who I look exactly like, like, it's not even funny. Um, she died when she was 13. And I almost feel like there's like a part of reincarnation there mm. with her and me. Because there's <clears throat> some kind of... And so I really understand, like, when my grandmother looked at me, she I, she saw her daughter, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. and that's where the connection was. And I also got this um, a few years ago that my grandmother had gifts, but never spoke about them. 
So it wasn't like I just appeared out of nowhere. It was like, like, yeah. with you. There, you know, there is, it, it, there is a line of that. There is. Yeah. yeah. And she, she never um, kind of called me out or made fun of me for uh, imaginary friends or anything. She just, you know, accepted everything that I said and she was wonderful that way. So, yeah. 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 So um, this, this these, these gifts are latent in our bloodlines and like, so I talked about my father's mother's side and his sister and, and nieces, but my mother's grandmother who lived with us, she had three sisters and they were all strangely telepathic and she had claircognizance. So back in the eighties when there was one landline and it was one phone in your kitchen, <laughs> you know, I'd be like eating my cereal in the morning and she was four foot eight and took her time walking, you know, she was a little tiny bitty thing. And she'd like, you know, like if she was going to, you know, be at this side of the house in five minutes, she had to like plan it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so I'd be in the kitchen eating and she'd be like on a mission walking to the end of the house. And I'd be like, Graham, what do you do? And she's like, Jojo's on the phone. And I'd say, what ring? And she'd pick up <laughs> Joe. And I'd be like, Okay. It happened all the time where the, she'd be walking to the phone. I'm like, there's no one on the phone. And she'd ring. And it'd be yeah. her sisters. So, yeah. and she would have um, precog dreams that were terrifying. Oh, yeah. we don't like Things, the terrifying ones. Yeah. But she was in, in the sidereal and um, tropical. She was a Scorpio. So yeah, she, yeah, that was her realm. It made a lot of sense. There's some terrifying things that are occurring, though, that we all, um, I mean, it, it, it's like I, a few years ago, I, I got some information I received about what's going on. And, and you know, I, I, I got it and I kind of held on to it because I wasn't quite sure where it was going. But then it was like, oh, yeah, I get what you're talking about now. You know, it's like and it's all unfolding as as I was, I was receiving it a, a, a while ago, but I didn't make any kind of predictions because I, I, I really pretty much just came out of the psychic closet about six years ago. <laughs> you know, that's really when I revamped my website. I'm still Wellness Mary, even though I don't really concentrate on nutrition, but people knew me as that. And, you know, I still, you know, if it comes through that, you know, I get stuff about people's diets or correcting this or correcting that, I I'd share that, but I don't necessarily um, do a whole lot on nutrition. And I actually feel like um, in this world today, it's really hard to guide people to eat clean unless you're growing your own. Like you shared that story about that co-op that you're, you volunteer at. Um, and, mm -hmm. and I feel like that's happening is going to bring us back to that. Bring us back. I hope to so. Yeah, that's the way we were intended to live. So I, I really feel that, yeah, we should go back there. So um, you said you're not doing a whole lot, so you don't have any classes or anything going on right now? No, 2023 has been kind of a surprise. I had, um, I started planning a women's retreat in late August of last year. And um, I had a few like uh, support folks that were helping me do that and it was going to be in Florida and it was the um it was going to be like an embolic Bridget's holiday like early February um mm -hmm. 
anyway, long story short, I had people flying in from like California and um, DC and other places. And it was going to be this like cool convergence of a group of women. And I was going to like lead and priestess this retreat. And the day after I got to Florida, I had got COVID and we had to cancel everything. And it was sort of a nightmare. <laughs> and yeah. um, so I'm still sort of like healing from that experience and taking a lot of time. Like I went to herbal medicine school too. So like I have that wellness background and did massage for yeah. years and stuff. So like, I know my body isn't where it needs to be. So I'm just sort of, um, not really putting a lot of energy out into promotion or like, I'm still doing readings for folks that contact me, but like my Etsy is down and my Patreon is down and it's just sort of like word of mouth and the little radio shows and YouTube appearances. When people ask me, I'm delighted to do it, but I'm not like searching for it and right. just letting, just letting this time sort of um, a little bit of a slower pace for me right now. Yeah, it's it's um, this this year has been kind of wonky, I think, for a lot of people. And now um, all these planets are retrograde. I, I noticed that, you know, even me, I'm, I'm just not feeling. So I started, a, you know, a, a cleanse. Um, I, oh, man, in the first couple of days, I was like, yeah, I really needed this. <laughs> so, <you know? laughs> yeah. Like today is like the, I'm like, yeah, okay, I got to wake up tomorrow because I got my show and I'm guest on Ruth's show. So I got to, like, I got to be there. So, so mm -hmm. I, I did wake up feeling much better. So I'm, you know, on my way and I, I'm doing an event um, this weekend in, in Delaware. But yeah, I'm on the road a lot. So that, that really gets tiring. I hope that you do that um, retreat in Florida because I would really be interested in attending. I didn't even know about it. Yeah, it was, it, it booked up like really quickly and I didn't have to promote it much at all. It was just like, um, everyone that first signed up brought a friend and then it was like full, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I would love to do it again. And I just, yeah, I, uh, have to do it in a different way, I think. But, um, yeah. I mean, you know, from the time I was in Florida, like I was doing full moon persisting every month for like the better part of seven years. So right. being right. out in the public was a huge part of the work that I did, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, you have a big following. And, and I love that, that service of like interaction with others and, and priestessing for folks, you know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I don't know. I will, I will keep you in the, in the mix for sure. And I'm going to hold space for that to, um, to open and, I just feel like it's sort of a wonky time for for in-person um, group, you know, sessions right. and work. It's kind of a weird planetary time. Um, but I, I, before we go anywhere, I really want to say this before we get out of time. Um, we're not in the age of Aquarius. Okay. And we're nowhere near the age of Aquarius. And it's not going to be... Uh, anywhere near us for like 750 years. Wow. Yeah. It's that's a big bomb. I know, but yeah. it's important because there's a lot of people saying, Oh, it's because we're in the age of, we're not in the age of Aquarius. We're still in the age of Pisces and we'll be for another 700, 750 years. So, cause I never really put in it to be in the age of Aquarius. I put it into Pluto's return. 
and and we are in Pluto's return. Yeah. Right. And that's what is bringing all this crap to the surface and everything happening. Um, And and it is a really interesting time planetary wise. Uh, It it just, you know, you can't, you you just got to understand that some of the things that you're feeling and going through is because of that, because of the planets and that energy, not necessarily take it on as a personal thing, but know how to maneuver through these times. Um, There was something I I was going to ask you. What was it? Uh, Oh, tonight here, I don't know if it's different for you, is this super blue moon Mm -hmm. in Pisces. Yeah, yeah, super blue moon. Um, Yeah, I mean, I've I've actually been disconnecting from watching the sky because – I've been not on social media and I've not been like paying attention to a lot of stuff. Like sometimes I just have to kind of hermit and being seriously. And I know that there is a, a blue moon. I don't even know what it's in. Honestly, I'm like that disconnected right now because I was so inundated with, I'm also an empath. I was so inundated with the Maui experience with all the Maui fires yeah, and yeah. all the, whatever that's going on there um that i've just been disconnecting and unplugging and really insulating myself because yeah it's been almost leveling the because i am on a on an i mean i can see maui from the west side here like i can look and see maui so yeah um i've just been in self-protection mode in a lot of ways and it is a super blue moon, but I can't even tell you what it's in. Like, well, I, it, tropical astrology, it's Pisces. Yeah. So I, I don't know what that, if it, if that's true or not. Um, yeah. The, the Maui thing is um, it's, it's heartbreaking. It really is. Uh, along with so many other of these occurrences that are happening in this world and our country but you know, those of us um, see what what is truth, and what's happening, and what's unfolding. And yeah. you know, I'm not I'm not in fear, but I'm with you. I I do that, you know, tuck myself away kind of thing because I do in person uh, events. I, I usually do at least two a month. I'm on the road, and um, I kind of come back and I I, I block my calendar. I don't want to yeah. do anything for at least a day or two, just so I can recharge my battery. I, I keep really strong boundaries um, with with clients even. It's, you know, it. I just need to stay within myself to protect myself from the energies. And, you know, I always, um, you know, I lecture a lot at these events and I talk about, you know, self-care being soul care and that's part of mm-hmm. it. You know? And I, I like to think that I truly do walk the walk that I talk because I can't, I can't, I can't keep going and not recharge and and protect myself and be able to, to do the work I do because I would just, yeah. Yeah. You, you can't drink from an empty well. That's right. That's right. And you, you can't give from an empty well. So in order for folks like us who are mystical people who are receiving information from various realms, it takes a lot of energy. And I do ritual for folks. I do Reiki, but the distance Reiki that I do is sort of like, I do like a cycle 
and I have like an intention that the the client wants, and then it's almost like a channeled message um, for each for each of the Reiki sessions that I do for them. And it's sort of like angelic energy comes through, elemental energy comes through, guides come through. So it's like it's a lot, and yeah. um, I have to like recharge after that. And sometimes that means like I'm not paying attention to the sky. I'm not paying attention to my cards. I'm not doing anything like that. I'm just like, just in my little space doing art with my plants, with my cats, going to the, you know, sea cliffs and, you know, I have to, I have to be careful. Yeah. When I, um, when Tiffany, I I had been a guest on another um, show that Tiffany produces and after the show, she said that I was a natural, that I needed to have my own show. And she was the third person that had told me that I really should have a podcast. And it took me a while. I said, okay, but I'll let you know when, because to commit to do a weekly show was like, well, you know, but I also can say, I'm I'm not going to do a show next week. And I realized that. So it's, it works, but I am doing a show ne- next week. <laughs> so when I said, <laughs> you know, I can, I can just, you know, say, no, I need a break. I got to do that. And I did that at the end of July because I went to New Jersey for two weeks with my grandkids because both of their birthdays are in July. And I just spent time with my family. And it was the first time that I did that. Not, I even blocked out, like I didn't do any readings or I didn't have any counseling clients. Cause my granddaughter, usually when I walk through the door, she'll say, me, Ma, do you have clients? Cause I'll lock myself away in the bedroom. You know? Yeah. She does not want that. So, so she I calls you me, Ma. Yeah. I'm oh, I love that. I have, I have a friend who calls me Mima. She's oh, from Cuba. She's from Cuba. I don't know. It's just like her little nickname for me, but I love that Mima is so yeah, such a sweet, southern, sweet energy. It's a, yeah. It's a Southern um, grandmother. And because I, I lived in um, Florida and then South Carolina um, when, when um, Ivy was born, they were like, well, what do you want her to call you? And her other grandmother is grandma, which I didn't really want anyway. And my mother always called me because my name is Mary Catherine. She used to call me Mamie Kate because she had an Aunt Mame. So I uh, said, well, I said either Mamie or Mima. So my son and my daughter-in-law both agreed Mima. So that's how it that's how it happened. But yeah, I'm the Mima. And I had to explain to my grandson that I am your grandmother. No, you're Mima. <laughs> yeah. It has like its own vibration. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's fun. I, I really, I love having them. It's, it's a wonderful thing. Wonderful thing. I'm I'm so glad you're doing your podcast. I love doing my podcast, but it was like two and a half years and then I felt really done. Yeah. So just, you know, ride, ride the wave, enjoy it. And yeah, I'm hoping to get a a webinar going, which, you know, I, I've been kind of guided and it, it, uh, I want to do, um, a healthy happy hour, which is not necessarily all going to be about nutrition, but it's going to be about all the the things that we can look at, you know, and I'll, you know, have a little topic each, each week, talk a half hour, and then I want to have it to be able to open discussion group. So, um, yeah, kind of, it kind of, you know, I I was guided that way. Um, I was going through um, old emails and I had, written this little, um, you know, guide 
of, you know, what to do to help yourself and, and get yourself mm-hmm. on track. And even though it was really for weight loss, when I, when I opened it up and I was looking at it, it was more of the spiritual side of the things that we need to do to heal ourselves and heal our bodies. So um, I was like, all right, this needs to be rewritten. So I'm, I'm rewriting it. And then I'm like, this really needs to be a webinar or, or something like that. So when I finish rewriting it, I'll have the, the topics and know how many weeks I'm going to run it. But yeah, that's, that's, that's the that's thing. And I'm like, oh, I'm taking something on, but it, yeah. I can do it. That sounds <laughs> fun. Yeah. Yeah. I got to, mm-hmm. I got to do more. Like you, I, you were always like doing all kinds of stuff and so many other people are, and I kind of stayed in my false comfort zone, as I like to call it. Um, I wouldn't even speak in public. And then I started speaking in public probably about four years ago. And wow, I mean, the, I, it was the very first lecture I did. I had a woman come up from the front row and after I was done and she said, do you do this all the time? Cause you are unbelievable. And I, you know, and I'm thinking, well, actually not, <laughs> but the whole first row, by the time I got back to my table, Navi, the, uh, my, my sheet was filled. Everybody wanted a reading. It was all these people. And I go back to that event, uh, you know, twice a year and people come just to see me again. So I'm like, what the heck was I so afraid of and staying away from this because it really works. Um, so I, uh, Robin says we need to send love and light to all of Hawaii. That's true. We need to send love and light to everyone in the world. And Ruth says, fantastic show, ladies. Thank you very much. And um, Robert has subscribed to your site. So there you go. Oh, what site? To my link tree? Uh, I guess so. Yeah, because that's what I... uh, Yeah, I didn't even know I had a subscription. (laughs) Ah. Robin says, wonderful show. Um, Whatever you gave us, I'm sure Tiffany posted. So I, I wasn't really yeah. keeping up. I wasn't really keeping up with the chat real well because I get so engrossed in in what I you know. were saying. I can't I even was, see it. Yeah, yeah. I, I well, can't see the uh, chat. I was, to, I was. I'm repeating and trying to give you everything, but um, it, everyone loved you, of course. Yeah. Thank you. Love. I'm so thank happy. You know, thank you for having me. Anytime you want to come back, if you have something going on. Please do because you're, I you're will. just a wealth of knowledge. I find you amazing. And Thank you, Mary. Um, uh, Elizabeth Starr says a wandering witch link. Oh, that's yeah. A, mm-hmm. That's not mm-hmm. a, a wandering witch. And boy, mm-hmm. has she wandered throughout the lands. <laughs> <laughs> Still wandering. Done, yeah, you've done great travels. I'm so happy that you are happy in Hawaii. You, you really seem like you are with all your kitties. I love my and, kitties. And your and your your man. He's an amazing. Many blessings. Many blessings. Many blessings. Thank you, so, thank you so much. You take care. Much love and aloha. Yeah, Bye everybody. Aloha. Bye.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 